one. Whoa, baby. 507 at KTSA. Good morning. It is the 25th. That makes it a Thursday. Mm, you're my pride and joy. Glad you're up this morning. Well, we're diving into the news, and any of the stories you want to comment on, as always, the phones are open at 210-599-5555. I know you got a lot going on in your morning routine, getting everybody ready to off to school, get yourself ready to head off to work so you can pay somebody else's college loan and whatever other stuff that Joe Biden is spending money on. Just so you'll know, Joe Biden spent a trillion dollars in August buying votes for the midterms. I told you they were going to cheat this deal, and this is part of the big cheat right now. He spent that seven hundred billion on the Green New Steel, and now three hundred billion on uh, transferring student loans into your pockets. You're paying everybody else's student loans. Now, look, Democrats believe that it's a good idea to defund the police. They're the ones who forced the entire American population to take an experimental COVID vaccine, even when it became obvious obvious that it doesn't work. Jill Biden, Jill Biden tested positive again yesterday. Yesterday. Wasn't she just negative like a couple of days before? Well, the vaccine doesn't work. It's trash. It's junk. It doesn't work. But they forced you to take it. The Democrats did. These are the very same people, the Democrats are, who sent crack pipes to crack addicts, the ones who think 16-year-olds should vote in presidential elections, the ones who scream at you about Ukraine and how your money should keep flowing to Ukraine forever. These are the ones who believe that boys are girls and that parents are terrorists. These are the ones that are now cheating at election for November. James Madison actually believed that members of the three branches would fight to protect their responsibilities and their power of each of the branches. But even against members of their own party, they he believed they would fight against their own party in order to protect the executive, the the legislative, and, of course, the judicial. But the Congress is acquiescing now all the power to the executive branch because Barack Obama is the president, Susan Rice is the vice president right now, and they continue to run the country in a third Barack Obama administration through Joe Biden and Kamala whenever she's around. And this uh, move they did yesterday, feeding billions to the very institutions who teach our youth to hate America. This is neo-Marxism, folks. And all he did yesterday, or all this cabal is doing, all this regime is doing, this anti-American regime headed up by Barack Hussein Obama, who hates our country, is feeding billions to the very institutions, the colleges and universities who teach our youth to hate our country. And I'll lay it all out for you. Let's go to the phones. Brad, you're on KTSA's kick us off. Go ahead, Brad. Trey, brother, I was uh, I lived a Dave Ramsey life before Dave Ramsey going to college. I lived at home with mom and dad. I didn't pay rent. I drove a beater of a car, carried my own lunch, peanut butter sandwich, whatever, and, and worked part time and, and was able to live at home and pay as I went or, you know, pay as you go. And I remember finally learning that I would not be able to apply for or get, receive any kind of financial aid. And the reason that was, uh, I had too much money. I had earned too much money living at home versus sitting on my butt and getting a, a grant or a loan. And this just is an irksome effort to buy votes. The American people are, I can't believe, would be, ever be so naive to believe that this just isn't a, a vote-buying scam. And, and it's probably going to get enacted, you know, because everybody wants to be Santa Claus and give stuff away for free. It just hurts me to no end, brother. Thank you, Brad. I appreciate it, and thank you for your service. 210-599-5555. Look, here's the bottom line. Politicians always reward their donors first. In 2005, Joe Biden pushed through Congress the bankruptcy law. Now, it prevented borrowers from discharging or getting rid of credit card debt and private student loans in bankruptcy. Now, all other kinds of debt, well, that could be discharged, but not credit card debt. Why? Why did he protect credit card debt? Well, a real quick history lesson of 2005. Credit card companies are located in what state? Yep, Delaware. You got it. And who do they give money to? You got it, Joe Biden. So they wanted his support on the bankruptcy bill, which would prevent people from getting out from underneath credit card debt, right? The exorbitant rates, if you remember, as high as they were back then on the credit cards. So to get a support, that you know, the bank... MBNA, by, by the way, bought Joe Biden's home for several times its actual value. MBNA hired 
crackhead kid Hunter. Paid Hunter Biden more than a hundred grand a year as a consultant from 2001 to 2005. He didn't know anything about banking. He didn't know anything about credit cards. But they hired him as a consultant. In the subsequent decades, student loan debt tripled. Americans' average credit card debt went up by thousands of dollars. But Joe Biden, he didn't care. No, because he's not here to help Americans, folks. That bill then, in 2005, was to reward his biggest donors, the big credit card companies up in Delaware, because they shuffle money to him. How many times have I told you? Watch what he's doing with China. Because Hunter's been on the take with China. Aha! The big guy gets his, too. No group in America supports Joe Biden more than college administrators and these colleges. There are hundreds of thousands of college administrators in the United States. They got master's degrees that now you're paying for. You get to pay for their master's degrees. And they overwhelmingly donate to the Democrat Party and Joe Biden. In fact, the people employed in the education industry, industry, gave $300 million to Democrats in 2020, $30 million to Republicans. Now, these administrators are the beneficiaries of this scam that Joe Biden put forward yesterday. We send tax dollars to the colleges who don't need them in the form of government-backed loans. And instead of lowering tuition, they hike tuition every year at a faster rate than rising inflation. Then they use those profits to hire more useless and unhappy anti-American administrators to again teach our children to hate this country. And the government rewards them, exempts these very places from paying taxes. That's right. If you look at the tax code, universities are treated like charities. They don't pay taxes. And that's why their endowments are bigger. Bigger than the gross domestic product of some countries. Some examples over at Harvard, $41 billion. Yale, 30. Stanford, 25. University of Texas, bigger than all of them put together. It's not colleges and universities. They're hedge funds. These are hedge funds. They don't need government money. It's the higher education lobby who spent $130 million this year alone in lobbying this White House to cancel student debt. No such thing as cancel. To transfer it onto the backs of the American people. Why? Well, because they benefit if that debt goes away. And then they can raise tuition again. And Joe Biden yesterday just rewarded these donors. Once again, once again, and your taxes are going to go up. They're paying half the rate that you are. And yesterday, Biden announced it's going to force taxpayers to cover the $330 billion. Now, the Inflation Reduction Act they just did last week was going to reduce the, de- the deficit by $100 billion. So he just added $330 billion yesterday. Bottom line is, if you want to help the middle class in this country... Then give, you know, $10,000 to every household who lays concrete. You guys who are putting on your work boots right now about to stare at red brake lights. Give you guys $10,000. But instead, he's giving billions, billions to the education industry, the hedge funds, named as Yale and Harvard and University of Texas. If he really cared about Americans, he would have forced colleges with $30 billion endowments to cover their own loan forgiveness. And he'd also talk about loans, mortgage loans, credit card debt. Those are the biggest problems. But instead, instead, he's giving his supporters, the NPR community, and he's making you pay for it. And according to the Wall Street Journal, more than 70% of the loans that Joe Biden just canceled are transferred to the American people. You're now responsible for the borrows of the top 60% of the income distribution. This is literally robbing from the poor to pay the rich. And when he was asked about that yesterday, a reporter hollered at him as he's leaving the room. And by the way, he's not a well man. If you watched this yesterday, Joe Biden is not well. He was coughing and very slurred in his speech, very stilted and stiff. The man is not well. Reporter says, Mr. President, is it unfair to people who paid their student loans or chose not to take out loans? And he answered with this gobbledygook. Is it fair to people who, in fact, do not own multi-billion dollar companies to see one of these guys getting all these tax credits? Is that fair? What do you think? 
He doesn't even know what he's saying. We can't figure that out. Nobody can figure that out. It makes no sense to punish the people who did the right thing and paid their loans off. And these are law-abiding citizens in the United States. They're Americans. They do the right thing because that's what Americans do. Why would you send the fruits of America to people who hate America and who are teaching others to hate America? What you're watching, as always, is class warfare. They reward the very top and the bottom, and people in the middle get crushed once again, crushing the middle class in this country. Why would you forgive the college debt of someone who spent six years majoring in oppression studies at Long Beach State? This is partisan politics. This is going after votes that they don't have right now, that they're trying to get right now. And you're paying to buy the votes of young, very well-to-do Democrats who hate this country and were taught by these very institutions to hate this country, funneling $330 billion more dollars so that they can hire more administrators, more professors, to teach how to hate the United States of America. That's what this president, this actual administration, and I believe headed up by Barack Obama and Susan Rice. Susan Rice, by the way, I don't know if you noticed this, but they trotted her out yesterday and put her in front of the presidential seal. That's her and Gavin Newsom. That's your 2024 ticket. Susan Rice and Gavin Newsom, 2024. 210-599-5555. No American left, right, no American Democrat, Republican, I don't care what you call yourself, no American should feel good about what was done yesterday and more vote buying yesterday that flew under the radar screen. I'll tell you more about that. I'm going to take your calls. And uh, the supposed shooting of a building here in town that the local DA says it's political warfare but is it? We'll talk about that. Take more of your calls. Trey Ware, KTSA. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. 210-599-5555. Trey Ware here on KTSA. Right over there is Don. There's Jimmy. And right over here is Elaine. Well, more vote buying yesterday. Actually, it's lawmaking from the executive branch. Remember what I said at the top of the show? James Madison. He believed that the various branches of the government would fight even their own party to protect their own power and responsibilities in our government. But this Congress, nah. In fact, we got some Pelosi sound we're going to play here in just a second that takes you back a year ago and then brings you into this year. But more vote buying. Uh, Biden issued a rule yesterday, an attempt to codify the DACA for nearly 800,000 illegal aliens in codifying the program as a federal regulation. DACA will maintain the same eligibility requirement. Basically, by making this a federal regulation, he is making law from the executive branch. The executive branch has no constitutional authority to make law, none whatsoever. But you see, when you have a Congress that is in a panic mode because they know they have about 70 days left, they're going to do whatever they can, folks. They're going to burn the place down Locally, new surveillance video in the uh, shooting over here of a building. Nobody was injured. The video, according to KSAT, shows a guy on a motorcycle, or somebody, might have been a lady, who knows, somebody on a motorcycle riding by and shooting at several places in these buildings. Um, now, the response from the Democrats and the DA well, this is political warfare, and the GOP should apologize. The GOP is responsible for this. The Republicans did this. Really? Well, where's your evidence then? What we see is some guy supposedly, or some woman, I don't know, somebody on a motorcycle driving by, allegedly shooting the building. Now, there are other buildings and other, and other uh, businesses. So how do you know, number one, it's not a Democrat operative trying to bring a sympathy onto the Democrats? How do you know that? You don't. That's the point. You have no evidence whatsoever in your claim that it's political warfare and political violence and that the GOP, the Republicans, should apologize and denounce this immediately. 
How do you know that somebody didn't make somebody mad? How do you know it's not just somebody on a, quote, joyride riding around shooting up buildings? You don't, and that's the point. But in this politically charged environment where everything is a political fire, dumpster fire, the DA and the others come out to try to, well, spur that fire up some more because they know the midterms ain't looking good. The midterms aren't looking good. Do you want a DA that's going to play politics or you want a DA that's going to put people in jail? How do we know it's not one of the guys that Joe let him go? Let him go, Joe. How do we know it's not some guy that he let out? Riding around on a motorcycle shooting up buildings. How do we know? We don't, and neither does he. And this is the lowest form of dirty, mudslinging politics. To blame an entire party. And I'm not a Republican, so I'm taking no offense. Well, I'm taking offense as a, as a citizen of the patriot of this country because this is not how you play the game. Peter Ardano was fired last night, didn't show up at his firing hearing, says he's, uh, he's worried about his life. In fact, his, uh, his attorney, George Hyde, issued a statement. Chief Arredondo will not participate in his own uh, illegal and unconstitutional public lynching. Respectfully requests the board immediately reinstate him with all the back pay and benefits and close the complaint as unfounded. Well, they didn't do that. They, they canned him last night. And he's also saying he's going to sue. So I don't know who he's going to sue or whatever, but that's what they say. And five migrant buses. That's the most in one day in New York City yesterday morning. Total of 237 illegal immigrants ended up in New York yesterday. Last week, Abbott's office said it transported over 800 border crossers into New York City on 15 buses. So, um, you know, pretty good pace so far. Five went in yesterday. So we'll see how many more go today. It's kind of fun to watch this. Really, really is. By the way, those illegal immigrants are getting off those buses smiling and waving. So happy to be in New York. Well, good. Glad we found a good home for you. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. America. The great economist Milton Friedman, he was very clear that government spending is what causes inflation. One of the reasons we have increased inflation right now that is sky high. One of the reasons you're paying sky high prices still at the pump. Oh, aren't you so happy to be paying $3.30? Oh, that's a wonderful thing, isn't it? See how they psyched you? See how they what they did to your mind? Ran it up to $5, and when they brought it back down to three thirty, oh, my God, that's wonderful. Woo! Yeah, I'll take three thirty. When you were paying less than $2 when Donald Trump was president of the United States. This is what they're doing to you. Yeah, they're doing the same thing on groceries. They're shrinking your package. Your package is smaller today. But it's costing more. Oh, I'm so happy to get it because why? Because it wasn't even on the shelf a month ago. It's smaller and costs more, but it wasn't even there a month ago. I'm just so glad it's back. Mm-hmm. And Joe Biden spent a trillion dollars in August buying votes for the midterms with the Green New Steel and $750 billion. And student loans now at $330 billion. You're paying for all of it. You're paying all of this to buy these votes for the Democrats in the midterms, and no inflation is going to come out of this? Okay, if you really believe that, then my friend George Strait and I got some oceanfront property in Arizona we want to sell you. 210-599-5555. What's up, Adam? Uh, you know, Trey, this coward, Arredondo, he's uh, disgraceful. He literally is acting like he's the victim, and he could care less about the 19 kids and two teachers that were slaughtered. He has shown zero emotion. And this heartless coward lied in his paperwork his attorney filed yesterday, stating he didn't know kids were being killed. Kids called 911 stating they were being killed, and it was passed on to the officers. What, he didn't hear gunshots from 15, 20 yards away? And this coward wants his job and his back pay. He's got some nerve, you know. And he said he's a victim of a public lynching. Uh, that would just be a wishful thinking on my part. And... uh uh, you know, and he's just as much a heartless, gutless coward yesterday as he was the day the poor kids were being slaughtered, and he was standing around with his thumb up his ass. All right, I got to hold you right there, Adam. Um, he was fired last night by the school board. They voted unanimously to fire him. He's talking about a lawsuit, and he did not go to the meeting last night. Says that he uh, it was in fear for his life. Okay, as we go through these headlines, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Sound off. Uh, DA and Democrats say that Republicans should apologize for a building being shot on Fredericksburg Road. Do you think Republicans should apologize and that Republicans are responsible and Republicans should be held accountable for a building that was shot 
by somebody apparently, allegedly, on a motorcycle. Hmm. Uh, presenting no evidence that it was a political hit job, but that's what they're call- that's what Democrats in Bear County are calling a political hit job. They shot the glass in our building. Well, they actually, the guy actually got the glass in a coffee shop and in a couple of other places down the road. But what do you think? What do you think? Should Republicans apologize? Are they, should they be made to say, "I'm so sorry"? There's been no evidence that this was the Republicans. No evidence whatsoever. But you see, in today's world, you don't have to present evidence. I work very hard every morning to present evidence to you so that you're armed when you go out into the workplace and the people are hitting you up at the coffee pot. You can answer with facts. But see, they don't have to have facts. They can throw out anything they want to throw out at any time, any way they want to do it, and that's just fine. So, Republicans, sound off on this one. Should you be made to grovel? Should you be held accountable? Did you shoot up the building? On Fredericksburg Road. The Democrats believe that it's a good idea to defund police. They believe in that. They're the ones who forced the entire American population to take an experimental COVID vaccine even after it became obvious that it doesn't work. Look at Jill Biden. How many shots has Jill received? And now she's on her second round of COVID in one month, in a, a week from each other. Her husband did the same thing. It, w- it would appear to me, I don't know, because I'm no epidemiologist. I'm certainly not Dr. Fauci, who Ron DeSantis needs to be, says he needs to be thrown across the Potomac. <laughs> oh, I agree. In fact, the Democrats are upset at Ron DeSantis for saying that. That, that Anthony Fauci, man, he's a little elf, and somebody needs to pick him up and throw him across the Potomac, and now they want to file charges. That's a death threat against Anthony Fauci. Let's throw all the Democrats across the Potomac. How's that sound? Let's pick all them little elves up and throw them across the uh, Potomac. Oh, I guess you're going to get me now, aren't you? So when the, the, it appears to me, and I'm not a Dr. Fauci, right? I don't have my own bobblehead. Although I do have those little Matchbox box race cars of me, Matt, Matchbox. You know those little the Matchbox cars? They made race cars of my race cars. So I do have those, but I don't have a bobblehead. So it would appear to me the more that you get COVID shots, this so-called vaccine, the more you're going to get COVID. I say, hey, guess I'm going to get kicked off of Facebook now. The Republicans got kicked off of Facebook last night. What did they do? They said, if you take out a loan, you should pay your loan. And Facebook took that down and said, well, that's in violation of our community standards. Say what? Yeah, the Republican National Committee put up a, a, you know, a post on Facebook, and it said, if you take out a loan, you should pay your own loan back. Facebook covered that up and said, this is... This post is against our community standards. So Facebook is already inserting itself in the midterms here in 2020, going against the Republicans and for the Democrats, and it's only going to get nastier as time goes on. As yesterday, it was just a blatant feeding of billions of dollars to the very institutions, the colleges and universities, who teach our youth to hate America, and they teach neo-Marxism. These universities themselves are thrilled with what the president and the administration did yesterday because loan forgiveness functions the same way federal aid does. It greenlights colleges and universities to continue to hike prices, knowing that the federal government has no qualm about covering tuition costs in the future. So they're just going to jack the tuitions up again, just like they did when the federal government took it over, took over the tuitions in 2010 under Barack Obama. Meanwhile, the Penn Wharton budget model estimates the cost at $300 billion in the first year. The same budget model estimates the Inflation Reduction Act is going to reduce budget deficits by 248 in a 10-year period. So this thing that Joe Biden did yesterday is driving up inflation more in one year than their previous Inflation Reduction Act brought down inflation in 10 years. Government spending is the cause of inflation. And inflation is a tax on the working class. You and me, we're the ones that pay for inflation. 
Now, this Congress has spent massive amounts of taxpayer dollars in the first two years, leading to historic highs in inflation that we haven't seen since the 1970s, imposing a tax on the working class to benefit the rich. Now, for the past 29 months, no borrower of federal student loans has been required to make a single payment on those loans. And that has cost you and me, the American taxpayers, $4.5 billion per month. That's according to the Congressional Budget Office. Now, that has added a total of $103.5 billion to our national debt. So people with college education don't have to bear the responsibility of paying back their loans that they committed to pay back. Now you and I are paying them back. Now, Democrats have touted their student loan schemes as promoting economic equity, but in fact, it does the exact opposite. You got an income cap, right? 125 per, so 250 per household. Biden's student loan forgiveness proposal gives 69% of benefits to borrowers in the top 60% of income distribution. That's according to the University of Pennsylvania Wharton budget model. And the repeated loan repayment pauses have given doctors $90,000 bonuses and lawyers $55,000 bonuses in loan forgiveness. That's that's according to the Committee for a Responsible Federal Budget. Now, spending $4.5 billion a month, line one, on people who have the ability and the responsibility to pay back their student loans, it only further stokes inflation. It makes the cost of groceries and gas and and clothing and everything else much more expensive. And by the way, we already have tools created by Congress to help those who are in a tough spot with these repayments. It's called the Repay Act. Congress has never granted the authority to the executive branch to forgive or transfer mass student debt to the executive branch. They, they have not given that power to the executive branch. It doesn't exist. There is no section of the Higher Education Act that gives discretion to the education secretary to come up with a whole new scheme for mass cancellation of debt owned on student loans. doesn't exist. The secretary can forgive debt for individuals in specific circumstances, disability, death, fraud, etc. But nowhere, anywhere in federal law has the scheme of mass forgiveness ever been passed by Congress or signed by any president. The Republicans must win. And then the Republicans in January of next year must impeach this president who is hell-bent on destroying this country. That's exactly what's happening. Jim, you're on KTSA. Go ahead. Yeah, sir. You know what's laughable about all the Mark Zuckerbergs and the rest of these libtards, that's what I call them, that all tout all this socialism and stuff, they kind of need to go back and look at what happened during the Bolshevik Revolution. There's a reason Lenin called them useful idiots. They were sold. They was all going to get a piece of the pie as soon as they got rid of the czar. Well, they got rid of the czar. Well, guess who had the pie? The government and everybody else was a serf. And that's just exactly where these idiots are headed here. Okay. Thank you, Jim. 210-599-5555. The pledge is next. KTSA. Newsmaker Hotline. All right. Well, the phones are on at 210-599-5555. I always have them on. I know you're busy doing all kinds of stuff, but I just leave that as an option if you want to say something about these headlines as I go through them and let you know. That's what we do on this show. Don's got the news covered at the top and the bottom. We got the weather and the traffic covered for you, and then I... Go through the headlines of the day and tell you what I think about it. And I listen to you as well. Love to love, love to get your feedback, 210-599-5555. And love getting your, your Pledge of Allegiance as well, so Jimmy can play those at uh, 550 and 650. So Republicans, uh, you must, you have to, and you're, you're late on this, Republicans. You are behind the curve on this one, baby, but you have to do this. If you plan on winning in, uh, in what, 70 days, whatever it is? You better come up with a plan and start promoting that plan. You better get over all over Fox News and everywhere else and start promoting what the plan is. A la contract with America in the mid-90s with Newt Gingrich. Republicans, we know what you're against. And most of us who are on this station and, and, and listen to this station agree with what you're against. But what are you for? 
Mitch McConnell's not talking about that. Mitch McConnell's talking about defeat. Mitch, what are you for? Same thing, Kevin McCarthy. Although you're not talking about defeat, you're talking about victory, but you better start talking about what you're for. Here's what we're going to do day one. Just like the presidents in the last few cycles have said the first 100 days, here's what I'm going to do. This is how it's going to be. When I'm in charge, boom, 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 boom. And you really can't overwhelm people with too many of those points. You just need a few talking points. You need a few bullet points on these are the top things. We're going to close that border down there so the drugs and the criminals and the gangbangers and everything else stop coming across that border. We're going to shut it down. I'll put troops on that border. I'm going to cancel this ridiculous trillion dollars that Biden spent here in August. It's done. We're going to overturn all this stuff right here. That's the second thing that we're going to do. On and on it goes. you got to come up with three to five of these bullet points, Republicans, and you've got to get everybody out there on the same page. See, that's, what Demo- that's how Democrats kick your butt. Democrats get on the talking points, and they stay on the talking points, even though they know they're lying. They're still on the talking points, and MSNBC and all the others, they welcome them on there, and they you know force-feed their people with that. You need to do the same thing. You need to be on there. You need to be talking about what you're going to do. Day one, day two, day three, this is our contract with you. This is how it's going to be. And then you got to get out there, and you got to sell it. We know what you're against, Republicans. We know what you're against. But what are you for? What are you going to do? Now, I'm not the only one who's saying this. Chip Roy was on my show yesterday morning, and if you want to hear it, you can go to the Treyware page at KTSA.com. There's a podcast up. It was at 6.50 yesterday morning, 6.50 on the podcast. And listen to Chip. Or if you have access to Twitter, you go to Chip Roy's Twitter account, and he posted the interview yesterday, but he said the exact same thing. He said, we Republicans have got to come up with what we're for, and we've got to start talking about what we're for. And he's absolutely right. If you don't, you're going to lose. If you don't, Republicans, you're going to lose. If you're just talking about what you're against, if you're just complaining about the current regime, if you're just going on and on and on, and this is not the way things ought to be, things shouldn't be this way, you sound like a thumb-sucking little child in a corner. Stand up, grow a pair, be a man, put your big boy pants on, and tell people what you stand for and what you're going to do beginning January of next year. This is not time to be a GOP wussy. This is time to be a real man or woman and stand up and fight for this country. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. And it is the 25th of August. It's a Thursday. That's a Friday Eve to those of us here because we always positive about that. We're a day closer to the weekend, guys. 607, Trey Ware, KTSA. Phones are always open as I go through these headlines, tell you what I think about them. I'd love to hear what you think about the headlines as well. At 210-599-5555. Well, so Joe did it yesterday. He announced he's going to transfer, well, all the debt that uh, people, you know, $10,000 of debt per person, $330 billion of debt onto the backs of all Americans because it's a fair thing to do. It's the fair thing to do. Those of you who are working right now, the working class in America, who maybe never went to college or you did go to college and paid your own way, is this the fair thing to do? 210-599-5555. Now, July of 2021, Nanner said the president doesn't have the power to do so. People think that the president of the United States has the power for debt forgiveness. He does not. He can postpone. He can delay. But he does not have that power. That has to be an act of Congress. And... um, I, I, I don't even like to call it forgiveness because that Im, implies a transgression. Mm. It's not to be forgiven. To get oh, just yeah. freeing people from okay, you're drunk. Sit down. It's a transference of that debt onto the rest of us here in this country. Oh, that was a year ago. That was in July of 2021. Here we go in August of 2022, and Nancy says President Biden's bold action is a strong step in Democrats' fight to expand access to higher education and empower every American to reach fulfillment, adding that it's going to uh, will help more working families meet their everyday needs as they continue to recover from the challenges of the pandemic. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Biden. Thank you, Mr. President, for what you did. Are you saying thank you, Mr. President, now that you're responsible for uh, a bunch of rich people, you know, doctors, 
lawyers, people like that. Are, are you very happy about this? That several Biden administration officials who fall under the uh, salary threshold are going, West Wing staffers, they're going to get this, this benefit? Like Chris Mager and Claudia Chavez and Hang John Shim and John McCarthy and Justin Oswald and Kellyanne Blazek and Maju Varghese and Michael LaRosa and I could go on. They all work in the West Wing. They're going to they're gonna get their debt canceled, and you get to pay. You get to pay for their debt. By the way, the, the, the ones that have lobbied the most for this, spending $130 million this year, can you guess who's been lobbying for this the hardest? Americans? Plumbers, electricians, concrete layers. Have they the ones? Are they the ones that have been lobbying for this the most? Do you think they've been calling their representatives and their senators saying, please cancel the debt? No. You know who it is. You know who spent $130 million this year so far in lobbying for this to be done. According to Open Secrets, of course, it's the colleges, it's the universities. They will profit from a decrease in student loan defaults. It's a benefit. goes directly to them. Captured by colleges themselves. They get to charge higher prices now because they know the federal government will just pay those higher prices. Among the top lobbying colleges, the Association of American Medical Colleges spent $2 million lobbying Joe Biden to get this done. I guess it worked, huh? I wonder if I wonder if Hunter's on the payroll. Public service loan forgiveness, student loan forgiveness, that's what they were lobbying for. In 2022, the University of California spent $840,000. California State University spent $534,000 lobbying Joe Biden to do this. University of Colorado, University of Pittsburgh both spent more than $400,000. Harvard spent 290000 in 2022, and Yale University spent 280000 This is so far this year. I'm sure they'll be very happy to pay more now that it's been done. You know how it works, right? You know how it works with the swamp. They send these organizations money, and by the way, this is going directly to these colleges. They send them money, and then the colleges and universities turn around and write the big fat checks to Joe Biden re-election campaign and, and to all the Democrats here in the midterms. While Education Secretary Cardona said the quiet part out loud yesterday, when asked by the six foot six uh, Peter Ducey from Fox News, just a final note on this, the people that already paid their student loans, they don't get anything out of this deal, do they? Cardona said, that's right. If you paid your student loan, you get nothing. What this does is feed billions and billions of dollars to the very institutions who teach our youth to hate this country and teach neo-Marxism. But that's okay because politicians always reward their donors, and that's exactly what this does. It's rewarding their donors, rewarding the donors to Joe Biden. Like he did in 2005 with the debt forgiveness thing, protecting credit card companies. The credit card companies were in Delaware, and they were spending a lot of money on Joe Biden. <laughs> one, one of the banks up there even bought his house for many, many times its actual value. Nice job if you can get it, right? These slimy politicians. Even hired his son for six figures to be a, well, consultant for the credit card company. He knows nothing about consulting credit cards. That guy is highly talented, isn't he? Because one minute he's consulting credit card companies, the next minute he's consulting an oil and gas company in Ukraine, and then he's working for the Chinese government. Wow, he's amazing. All of that while being high and whacked out on crack with a hooker somewhere. Your taxes are going up. Theirs aren't. You see, these colleges and universities, they get big tax breaks. In fact, uh, less than half of what you pay. Mm -hmm. But your taxes are going to go up. And they have gigantic endowments. Harvard, $41 billion. Yale's $30 billion. Stanford and Princeton, $25. University of Texas, bigger than all those. Bigger than all those. You see, these are not universities. No, these are hedge funds with classrooms attached to the hedge fund. And what they do every day is they teach our youth to hate everything about this country. That's one of the reasons Joe Biden is sending them even more money. Your money. You get to pay for more professors and more administrators to teach more American youth to hate this country. Eric, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning, sir.
Trey, good morning. Hey, it's good to talk to you. I tell you what, um, I'm retired Air Force, and I'm driving actually into Randolph right now. And I have spent last year. I spent fifty-seven thousand dollars with my taxes, and I will take anything they will give me back. I tell you what, uh, my daughter's in nursing school, and that's just crazy. I, I mean, I don't like the idea of them forgiving ta- uh, the, the uh, give you back forgive the loans but it's just i'll tell you what any time i can get a dollar back from the government that i give them i'll take it really how is that fair i i paid it no 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 how is it fair you're if you're telling me your daughter made a deal for a student loan and promise to pay that loan back. How is it fair to everybody else who's listening right now, who's staring at red brake lights right now, Eric? How is it fair to them? Explain to them how that's fair. All right. You got a good point there. Well, I got the best point. I got the only point. You, we're, we're talking you, about morality you, and fairness right. here. And right. and if you you're or right. your daughter made a deal on a, on a student loan, and I don't want to beat you up, Eric. You're, you're exactly okay. the type of person that the president is appealing to with this, with this sucker punch to no. the rest of this country. And, and it's not fair and it's not right that the rest of us have to pay for your daughter's education. You are exactly right, Trey, and I, I'm usually 99% in, in line exactly with what we say, what you say. So you're right. You you are actually right. Thank you for setting me straight, Trey. All right, Eric, thank you. I appreciate the call. And I don't mean to be you know hard-nosed towards you, but I've had it. I love this country, and I appreciate your service, Eric, and I love Randolph Air Force Base. But th- this is exactly what I'm talking about. I've had it. With this type of thinking out there that, oh, yeah, you know, to be fair, we got we to gotta spread this around, man. Everybody else can take care of my loan. No. You made a deal. You promised you were going to pay it back. And if you made the deal, you pay it back. That should not be on the back of the plumber right now loading up his truck to go out and spend the entire day digging in people's toilets fixing it. It's not his job. It's not his place to pay your or your child's bill. That's your bill. You pay it. That's not how things work in this country. And we're going to stand up and we're going to fight this. And we're not going to cave. We're not going to crumble. We're going to fight this to the bitter end. Because the next thing they're going to do is they're going to say, well, you know, I I got a crisis in business loans. I really do. Man, I'm in over my head. I borrowed two million dollars on a business loan, and I need that forgiven. Bam! Up to my ears and my home mortgage. I need that forgiven. No, that's not what we do. That's not what we're about in this country. You made a deal. You live up to that deal. And I don't care if you you know if you got to work 42 jobs. I don't care. I don't care what you got to do. I don't care if you got to drive an old crappy car or no car at all. I don't care if you got to sling hash in the middle of the night. You made the deal. You live up to the deal. It's not anybody else's responsibility. It is the problem we have, the biggest problem we have in this country right now, is the lack of personal responsibility. And it's time to get back to it. We'll get back to traffic and weather coming up together next. Trey Ware, KTSA. The KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. Summertime at the lake. Michelob light and glitter all over your face from the bottle. Yo. I remember it well. Brings a smile to my face. 622. And okay, Bob, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning to you, sir. Aren't easy, sir. Uh, I have an idea. If they go ahead and do this, then how about making a negative report on their credit? Make it a negative report on their credit. Well, they're not going to do that either, Bob, because that's not the idea. Thank you for the call. That's not the idea of, quote, forgiveness. Of course, it's not forgiveness. And, and yeah, I'm a, I'm a little fired up. I'm a little bit of a rampage about this right now, folks, because here's here's the deal. We are in, and thanks for the call, Bob, we're, we're in the last, what, 69 days, whatever it is, before the midterms. 
And the Democrats are the very people who believe that it's okay to defund the police and look at the crime. They're the ones who put these DAs in place that are releasing criminals onto our streets who are now shooting people in broad daylight and coming up and knocking old women down. They're the ones who forced all of America to take the COVID vaccine, even when it became obvious it didn't work. And now Jill Biden has COVID again, second time in a month, just like her husband did. It seems to me that the more shots you take, the more you're going to get of COVID. These are the people who sent crack pipes to crack addicts and set up these places for them to, you know, do their dirty deeds. They're the ones who think 16-year-olds ought to vote in presidential elections. And they're the ones who continue to send money to Ukraine without any accounting and without any oversight, without anybody saying what the money is for. They're the ones who say boys are girls and parents are terrorists. They're the ones who raid political opponents' homes and don't give an explanation, refuse to have any accountability for what their actions are. And yeah, it's a little frustrating. Because we have two political parties in this country, and I don't have a letter after my name. I refuse to. And we see the destruction with this border wide open and drugs and crime coming across the border by the thousands every day. Every day. And it's all from these people. And what's frustrating about this is while the Democrats are doing all of this that I just mentioned, while they're happy and proud to be doing this and doing it on purpose, Republicans will tell us they don't stand for that and they're opposed to that and they're against all of that. Well, good. Republicans, I got a message for you. Most of America is against crime in the streets. Most of America is against raiding political opponents. Most moms and dads are against boys that pretend to be girls. Most Americans believe that parents who go to a school board meeting and stand up for children, they're not terrorists, and most Americans know that. Most Americans believe in funding police adequately to protect us. Most people don't want crack addicts laying all over our streets with Okay, crack pipes and drugs that were provided by our government. Most people believe the border ought to be controlled so that we don't have a free flow of fentanyl in our schools killing our children. And people coming in here, we don't know who they are. Most Americans are against all of those things that are happening right now. So we're with you on that. But what's frustrating is the Republicans have yet, yet, to come forward with a plan of what they're for and what they're going to do. And that's where you're going to lose, Republicans, if you don't get a plan together. If you don't come up with an idea and several ideas and bullet points and get all over the media, get on this show. Get on Fox News. And tell people what you're going to do Day one, here's what we're going to do. We're going to reopen Keystone. We're going to start drilling in Anwar. We're going to open up federal lands for drilling in the United States. We're going to help fund the building of brand new brand new refineries here in the United States. We're going to reclaim our energy independence in the United States and bring gasoline prices back down under $2. We're going to stop all this Green New Deal nonsense that's going on. If you want to buy uh, solar panels for your home, get on with it. If you want to buy an electric vehicle for your home, get on with it. But we're not going to pay for all that crapola. You do it. You do it on your own. We're going to control that border down there, and I don't care what we've got to do to control that border down there. I don't care how many people or armaments or whatever we got to do, but we're going to stop this crapola at the border. We're going to defend parents who go to the school board meetings and stand up for their children. That's what we're going to do. And when parents insert themselves in school board meetings and they want to fight for their children's rights to be taught a quality education, we're going to stand with those, with those parents. We're going to demand that school boards get out of the business of saying to Charlie, now you're Stacy and you don't uh, have to wear blue jeans. You can wear a dress, Charlie. We're going to stop that nonsense. 
But the Republicans have yet to come up with their bullet points, and they've yet to be pushing that. See, to win, it's not just about what you're against. It's what you're for. And it's time to not be a wussified Republican anymore. Stop it. It's time to stand up and fight for what's right in this country. And tell people what you believe. And tell people what you intend to do. Newt Gingrich had the right, whether you agree with Newt Gingrich or not, that's irrelevant. He had the right idea, the contract with America. When we get into office, this is what we're going to do. And look at the deficit reduction and everything else that happened as a result of moving forward with the contract with America. we got to do the same thing, folks. Or else, this is it. We're done. We're done. Yeah. Yeah. Muy con huevos. Got to do it. 628. Uh, you know, if you disagree with me, fine. Holler at me and let me know. If you think that we ought to be, you know, paying the debt for all these people, these snot-nosed liberals who took out these debt, and now they're doctors and lawyers getting $4.5 billion a month from the American taxpayer, tell me. Go ahead. Let's talk about it. We'll take a news break, and I'll take your calls after. 210-599-5555. Well, you know I love my Deeds Tractor Company folks over in Seguin, right? I've been talking about them for years now. I've been a customer of theirs and really, really believe in what they do at Deeds Tractor Company. When I was in the farm and ranch business, that's exactly where we went to get our tractors. And right now at Deeds, it's Blue Ribbon Savings Time. Save on select LS tractors for a limited time. All you got to do is go to DeedsTractor.com for details. Deeds Tractor is in Seguin. Uh, they got tremendous deals right now, blue ribbon time, LS tractors. Uh, in fact, you get up to $500 off the MT1, the XJ, and the MT2 series tractors, up to $1,000 off select series of LS tractors, and always the best service. In fact, they do in-the-field service. They'll come to you. Now, they've got a limited inventory on this, so now's the time to take advantage of it at Deets Tractor Company. They're right there off I-10 in Seguin and at DeetsTractor.com. 637 now at KTSA. Hmm. Hope it don't rain hard this morning, but we're going to have some rain around here. Hope it's nothing like what we had yesterday. Whoa. Hmm. Especially over there on the north side. It got really bad over there on 281. Okay, so i uh, tell you what. Let's do. Uh, before I go dive back into some other headlines here, let me uh, take a couple of telephone calls at 210-599-5555, and then I'll get into a couple more of these headlines that are going on. Hey, Rudy, thanks for your call. Good morning. You're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning. Uh, I just want to say a couple things regarding this uh, debt forgiveness thing. So uh, I'm a first-generation American. I knew there was no way I was going to school on my family's dollar, and I wasn't going to borrow money. We were raised basically, uh, you work for everything you get. Uh, that was where my dad came from. That's the way it was. And so, you know, there were options like joining the military, and that's what I did. I joined the military. I served our country honorably, and then I ended up getting my education late in life. We told our kids as they were growing up, you know, if you want an education, you have to figure out how to get it because we're not giving it to you. And if you take out a loan, you're going to have to repay it. There's no, no way around that. And uh, so a couple of them went on to get educations uh, by getting jobs where they had tuition assistance, things like that. So they were smart about the way they did it. They ended up with no debt. All of them are successful. None of them are in the system. But all of them provide well for their families. And there's no reason that we should all be paying the debt of somebody else. I'm sorry. That's just not right. Fantastic, man. Great call, Rudy. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Raymond, you're on KTSA with Trey. Go ahead, Raymond. Yes, sir. Good morning. Uh, I listen to your show every morning. I love it. So, Thank you, sir. Um, yeah, just like uh, your last caller, I too uh, joined the military and, you know, used my GI Bill uh, for my um, for my education. I also did, though, take out some student loans. Um, so I really don't know how I should feel about what's going on today um, because, I was able to get my loans forgiven through the VA um, because of some, you know, disabilities that I have and things. Um, that's a different deal. So, that's, I, I want to address that because right. that's a totally different deal. You made an agreement with the military that if you served in the military, you would get a certain payback. And, and it, it happens in different ways. Some people will use some funding to go ahead and, you know, discounting on loans to go ahead and buy homes because they served in the military. Because you did something. The people we're talking about here are a bunch of snot-nosed brats that are now getting, and, and by the way, they're the wealthiest 
Okay, so they're making a quarter million dollars a year per household, and many of them are doctors and lawyers. Seventy percent of these people are the wealthiest people out there, very wealthy people or well-to-do people. They're doctors and they're lawyers and people like that. Four and a half million dollars a month we have been forgiving these people, the American taxpayer, and now we're going to jack that up to $330 billion. And it's not a forgiveness. It is a transference of their obligation onto you. That's how you should feel about it. Now, I I wouldn't try to tell you to feel pissed off or whatever. That's up to you. You can feel however you want to. But what I'm saying is everybody in this country that works hard every day, you're, you're on the road right now. I can hear the road sound. You're staring at red brake lights. Everybody who's doing that right now ought to be very upset with the fact that now you have to pay their debt. Right. And just one other thing, when I was listening to them yesterday, um, I was at work, you know, and I was listening to them, um, and they couldn't give us an explanation about how much it would cost and where the funds were coming from. And, and I mean, well, I just did. It's come from you. It's it, right. it, the well, first year. The first year is three hundred thirty billion. And it comes out of your pocket, the tune of about two thousand dollars. How do you like that? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> well, that's it. Like any other American, yeah, I wouldn't like that. I, wouldn't I mean, in, 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 and and thank you for your call, Raymond. In the month of August alone, this administration has spent a trillion dollars. There's no way you spend a trillion dollars and you don't have inflation, and there's no way you don't you spend a trillion dollars and you don't devalue the dollar because you got to print it. So they're printing money that we don't have to devalue the money we have. That's what they're doing. And every one of us should stand up and fight this. And I don't care if you're a Republican, Democrat, donkey, jackass. I don't care what you are. I don't care what you do. This should not be allowed in our country. We should do everything possible at the voting booth in November to put a full stop to this and impeach this administration. Look, if you think this is Joe Biden, you're nuts. Joe Biden doesn't know what day of the week it is. If you watched him yesterday, he's a very, very, very ill man. But all the stuff that I just clicked off to you a little while ago about what they're doing, defunding the police, forcing vaccinations that don't work, and in fact, the more shots you take, the sicker you're going to get. Look at his own wife. Look at him. She's back with COVID again in one month, twice. And how many shots she had? Six, eight shots? They're doing all this stuff to collapse the border and bring crime into this country. And we have crime in the streets of this country because they put DAs in place that are releasing criminals. We have our very own sheriff here who's walking the streets with people who want to take guns away. We have a mayor who believes the BLM is the be-all, end-all, and get-all, man. This is the, these are the people we're dealing with. And we have to stop it in this country. Tony, you're on KTSA. Go ahead. Yeah, I wanted to say uh, I, I vote Republican, uh, but this is what the majority of people want, and there's nothing you can do about it as long as the majority is in favor of these, these kind of this kind of behavior. There's nothing you can do about it. I mean, I understand frustration because I, I'm frustrated, but uh, most people want this type of behavior. And that's just the way it is. Well, let me ask you about that for just a minute, because um, you're, you're another one of these callers that have called to say exactly that over and over again. And this always happens leading up to an election. So what you're telling me is the majority of people in this country believe that boys can be girls. Do you believe that the majority of people believe that? Apparently so. They're voting for it. Do you believe that the majority of people in this country support open borders and fentanyl coming in looking like candy to kill our children? Do you believe that most people in this country support that? You really do? Absolutely. Oh, you believe that. You believe that people, most people in this country think that concerned moms and dads are domestic terrorists. You believe that? You believe most people believe that? You believe that most people believe it's okay to raid your political opponent's homes? Yes. You really believe that? Well, I'm going to tell you right now, Tony, you're absolutely wrong. Most Americans don't believe that. Most Americans are absolutely opposed to that. 
Most Americans do not believe that boys can be girls and that parents are terrorists and it's okay to raid your political opponents and we ought to open the borders and bring crime in here. Most people don't believe that, Tony. You're absolutely wrong. And you, my friend, either you're buying off on it or you have the political talking points from the Democrats and the left in front of you right now because I get these phone calls. You probably Were you Richard yesterday? Was this Richard yesterday? Okay, because that's what we get every day. Now, we, about this time, we'll get a caller who says exactly what you're saying. This is a Republican's fault. There's nothing you can do. Don't go vote because there's nothing you can do. Just give up. What well, the hell with that? I'm not giving up. Never, ever. Will I give a quarter or will I give up? Leroy, you're on KTSA. Go ahead. Yes, sir. I hate to, I hate to follow that phone call, but that guy. But I did want to say something about this buyout. Let, let me say something about that real quick, Leroy. I don't, I don't mean to hold you up, but let me say something about that real quick. Every election, I've done this 50 years, every election you get these callers, and it's the Democrats who hand out talking points, and what they're trying to do is discourage conservatives and patriots from going to the polls by saying, there's nothing you can do. You're not going to win. Everybody believes that we ought to be living our lives like this, and that's simply not true. It's simply not true. Don't you buy into that. You you wake up every morning with the mindset that you're going to kick their butts in November right across the Potomac. Just like Ron DeSantis said yesterday, he wants to pick up Anthony Fauci and throw him across the Potomac. That's exactly what we need to do with all the Democrats. All right, Leroy, go ahead. Yeah, no, I just wanted to make a point that, you know, everyone's making an uproar about this college and us using our tax money, you know, to pay off college debt for these college students, but... No one really said anything like with Manny Fay when, you know, 2008, when we're buying all these corporations. How many times do we give all these corporations all many, our tax dollars to buy them, you know, buy their, their their decisions to put themselves in debt that we pay, we buy them out all the time, mm-hmm. corporations? No, not all the know? time. We, we did it in 2008, and that was well, wrong. The great bailout of 2008 was absolutely wrong. Two wrongs don't make a right, though. Manny Fay and Ford, I mean... That's right. I agree with you. Two wrongs do not make a right. Yes, sir, I agree, but... All right, thank you, Leroy. There's no but to that. Two wrongs don't make a right. So, yeah, Bush was wrong for what he did then in the bailout, and Joe Biden is absolutely wrong with this. Guys, can't you see what this is? (laughs) Joe Biden is feeding money to his donors, so they'll turn around and feed money to him. These universities with these gigantic multi-billion dollar endowments gave $330 million to the Democrats and Joe Biden in 2020. He owes them a little pelon. <laughs> he got to pay them back, baby. And since they're going to be out in November, he's got to pay them back now. $330 million is what they gave to Democrats in 2020 and to Joe Biden in 2020. This is nothing more than giving them a political payback and, of course, buying votes from the youngins out there, the young snot-nosed fools. That's all this is. So they can go out and hire more administrators and more professors to teach more of our young people to hate this country. Look at it for what it is. He's, he's giving these universities $330 billion of your dollars so that they can teach more people how to hate this country. Victor, go ahead. Yeah, I was listening to Kono uh, yesterday, and this commercial came on. Very disgusting. Uh, Mexican family that can't afford gas because of the Republicans. And then they straight up say because of the Republicans. Well, sure. I mean, that doesn't surprise me at all. Absolutely. Victor, thank you. I appreciate the call. Uh, Just like yesterday, Whenever their building was shot at downtown and several other buildings were shot downtown, the Democrats immediately blamed the Republicans with no evidence or whatever. But I, I look, they're, they're bottom, bottom feeders at this point. They have nothing else, and that's where they are. All right, uh, 210-599-5555, the pledge, and more of your calls coming up. Trey Ware, KTSA. This is... I've been telling you a long time, I love Ron DeSantis, right? That's my president right there, Ron, Ron, Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida. He said yesterday, I'm sick of seeing Dr. Fauci. I know he says he's going to retire, but somebody needs to grab that little elf and chuck him across the Potomac. (laughs) Well, of course, the Democrats don't like that because they are scared spitless 
of uh, of Ron DeSantis. So the Democrats say, "Oh, that's a threat against Ron against his life. He's threatening Tony Fauci's life." Okay, well then let me just say to all the Democrats, we want to throw the rest of you across the Potomac. <laughs> And that's exactly what we want to do in November. We want to pick all of you up and throw you across the Potomac. By the way, one of the reasons they're scared of him is that he endorsed 30 candidates for school boards in Florida, and 25 of them won. Yeah. So uh, turning the school boards in Florida back into uh, conservative hands. California going to ban the sale of new gasoline-powered cars. Uh Uh-huh. You won't be able to buy a new gasoline-powered car. The California Air Resources Board is going to vote today, and they say it has a greater than 99.9% chance of passing. Well, of course it does. It's California. Are you kidding? Fruits and nuts? Under the plan, California is going to require 35% of new vehicles sold to produce zero emissions by 2026. That'll be 68% of new cars by 2030 and 100% by 2035. So you say, well, it's 2035. It's forever. No, 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 no. 35% by 2026. So, yeah, it's a it's a really big deal. Today is the day. Department of Justice deadline for the redacted warrant. Joe Biden lied, lied, lied yesterday when he said, I didn't have any advance notice of the Trump raid. And by the way, do you remember when Trump was in office and we always we heard everything about somebody who made the OK signal? What was the OK sign? With your fingers together, you know, the thumb and finger together. What is that? White supremacy, remember? And remember people would just have their hands together like they were holding a cigarette? And <laughs> White supremacy, man! He's a white supremacy, he's a racist! When Joe Biden said zero yesterday, that's exactly the sign he made. He made the okay sign. I had zero notice. So, you know, we know he's a white racist. He said yesterday that blacks and Hispanics don't own their homes, so that's why they need debt forgiveness on their loans. Why'd you single them out? You know, what's up with you? The FBI brass warned the agents off the Hunter Biden laptop due to 2020 election, according according to the whistleblowers that are speaking now to Senator Ron Johnson and others, that the FBI brass called the agents and said, you will not investigate this laptop. And then they raid their political opponent's home. But they're not political active uh, people. Nah, this has nothing to do with politics. It's a law enforcement action. Right. And again, my friend George Strait and I want to sell you some oceanfront property in Arizona. Where in Rima coming up for you next, 550 KTSA and FM 1071. You know, 